Hello everyone and welcome to Young Well Africa. I am your host Kagendo Monene. I'm a counseling psychologist working with young adults and also the founder of Beyond a Wellness Consultancy where we innovate wellness in Africa. Young Well Africa is a space where we share stories of resilience of young adults all over Africa living the truth. We get to hear and learn how a typical modern young person coped with difficult moments in their lives that led them to transform into who they are today. This is our second episode and I'm very excited to continue on on this journey as we learn from each other. We are still on our series Coping for Creatives where we explore the challenges unique to the young adult in the creative industry. In this episode, we get to hear from Dixon Godwin Kirenga, a 22-year-old artist from Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. He's an illustrator, animator, storyboard artist, and a budding photographer, which he says he does on the side. So, welcome, Dixon, and share with us your story. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the introduction. Yes, uh, my name is Dixon Godwin Kirenga, and I'm an artist. 22 years of age and um, from Tanzania, from a city called Dar es Salaam. Um, I'm an illustrator, storyboard artist, animator, but I'm still like still learning uh, that skill. I'm still, I'm, I'm in the process. And uh, well, as a host just said, a budding photographer. So it's a thing that I just do for a hobby, but maybe one day it might branch out into something else. And we will see. So Dixon, we've been talking a little bit about, you know, the story you want to share with our listeners today. And I want you to tell us of a difficult time in your life that led you to transform to the artist you are today. Take us through that story. Okay. So once upon a time, I used to attend high school. And um, in my country, high school is divided into two. There is O level, then there's A level. And um, O level it comprises of four classes, and then you can graduate, and, and from there you can graduate to get to, to enter A level. Now, when you're down to O level, you have the decision. You can decide either if you want to go, if you want to continue A level, or you can go to college and take something else. Just, yeah, study a certain skill set. And so, so that that's what I went for. I After, after O level, I just went to college um, and what I was gonna study uh, I was gonna take graphic design it, it was the closest thing to art and I think it was just a better choice for me now the problem came uh, in our country at least uh, we don't really have long-term courses for graphic design so and uh, so if I was gonna have and, and, and that did not really work for me I just I, I couldn't I, I that was just it was like Mm, not really. I, I don't think I can go for that. So, but there was an option. So, if I was going to, I was still going to graphic design. I had to take, um, I had to take a course which included graphic design, and that course was IT. And I'm like, okay, I, I do have a, an interest in computers, and I'm like, okay, I can, I can give this a shot and see how it goes. Yes, as you can see, I was just sort of like just gliding <laughs> through life. I guess I was just, hey, well, let's see, let's see where this goes, you know. Uh, so that that's what I went for, and but truth be told, just because you you have an interest in computer does not mean um, it's easy. <laughs> it's, it's not. There's, there's 
there's more to it. There's there's a lot that goes into it. But I I didn't really do bad. Uh, I I managed to finish the first year. It was uh, it was going well. Now entering second year, that's when um I came across a bunch of guys that uh their goal is to start a company, an an art related company, animation, all that. And there there was still a small team, so they were just sort of like gathering and seeing how things go, you know. And they took an interest in my work, and they thought, hey, maybe you could, you know, you could come over every now and then just uh, so we could, we could check you out. And, you know, like, you, it could, this could be a thing. So I did. Uh, I started going. Uh, so I, I, I normally had um, classes um, in the afternoon. So in the morning, I'll go there. Then afternoon, I'll just go to call. So that's how I divided my schedule. In the morning, I'll go there. And in the, the, the afternoon, I'll just go to college. So yeah, I kept going there, and uh, they're really nice guys. And this, this was the first time I was introduced to digital art. It was just a new, different world. It was just amazing. So it was fun. It was just so much fun to just learn all these new things, and just just quite experience. So as time went by, I started slowly, um, <laughs> sort of slowly detach away from college because art has always been my thing, and it had so much. Pull, I don't know, it just really pulled me. So I was just really slowly but surely, I was just sort of like stepping out of college. You know, I was just detaching. And um, as time went by, uh, uh, as I said, I, I had already finished the first year. I was getting to, I was, I was, I was getting, we, we, I mean, we had started uh, the second year. So around that time, that's when I sort of like decided to. <clears throat> drop out but it wasn't like willingly uh, it just happened it was just poof and i was before i knew it i was uh, not going to college so this went on for like uh, about <laughs> three weeks and uh then just one day my parents just decided to ask like hey uh we want to come with you to college today just see how you're doing and just it was that my my heart my heart just dropped. It was like oh okay okay that's uh, that's nice. So you can sure you can come over. <laughs> I've been doing great. <laughs> so yeah um so we were on the way and I remember I was just I was just panicking. I was just I was nervous. I was just anxious. I was just just a lot you know and um and at some point I just decided you know what I think it would be wiser if I would just if I if I just told them like what's up. Because I would rather get a scolding in the car than get a scolding in front of the entire college. That would have been quite the scene. So I just opened up and I told him, hey, you know, Dad, uh, so I haven't really been attending college for about like three weeks now. And uh, it is just, I was just like waiting, you know, like, oh, it's about to happen. Uh, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I should say my final prayers or something. But nothing happened. He just, he was very calm and just, okay. Okay, and you just continue driving. So normally, what would happen is, um, my dad would give me a ride, um, to his workplace, and from there would part ways. He would go to work. My mom would go to her work, to her, to her workplace, and I'll go to college. That's how it was. That day, I just decided to just like pretend like nothing is going on, and I was just about to drop, so I could just you know go to where I was going. And my dad just told me, um, no, so. I would like you to take me to, to that place that you've been going instead of, you know, attending school. And I'm like, okay, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good idea.
So on my way, I was really just panicking and just like, oh, what's going to happen, you know? And um, I remember just sending a text to the guys like, yo, my, my dad's coming and, I th- and uh, I'll, I'll be calling my dad. So I think, <laughs> I think there was a bit of like miscommunication between us. Uh, they understood that, uh, the, the way they understood was I was going to come with my dad later, you know? So they didn't really do anything to ensure that the place looked, you know, parent-friendly, you know? You get what I mean? We're a bunch of guys. It is what it is. <laughs> so, and then we, 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 we reached the place, and I just took off. I just stepped outside the car, and I just ped past my dad, and was walking fast to the office. And I opened... And the way I opened the door and was just like, oh, I'm doomed. <laughs> and we, I got in and uh, for some reason, uh, there was a guy and he had decided on that specific day. It's like my stars are just all over the place. They are not aligning. That That's, you know, this is just one of those days. Like, oh my God. There was a guy, he had decided that day to just sleep in the reception area for some reason. And so my dad walked in, and that's the first thing you saw. It's the guy casually just resting. It was not like just early in the morning, like just like super early, you know, just like around nine-ish. And I go just there. So he walked in, that's the first thing. So it was a very awkward encounter. He was, uh, he had, uh, he had a mat <laughs> on the floor, and he just slept there. And it's not like there were not rooms to like sleep or rest. No, it's just that I think this guy just thought, hey, you know what, I'm just gonna arrest you, because why not? <laughs> and so he did. Uh, so, and I was, I was trying to wake him up, like, hey, hey, wake up, you know. And he woke up and he saw me, like, hey, man. And then looked, and there was my dad. So they just had like a stare down, you know, like, okay. So it was very awkward. That thing, this is th- that moment, it, it's probably the most embarrassing moment and like in my, in my entire life I, I don't think there'll ever be a moment like that i don't think so and he woke up and he just walked off the room yeah i never got to saw him again <laughs> and then so there was a guy that came over um and he sort of like talked to my dad and they were explaining like what we do what what's been going on and my dad listened for a while then he just he turned to me and he asked so you you this is where you've been coming instead of, you know, go, going to college as you're supposed to. And I just, <clears throat> and I just, I was a bit speechless because in a moment like that, you can just be talking, you know, you can, you can just be saying, yeah, this is definitely the place I've been going to instead of college. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave me an ultimatum. He looked at me and just, uh, he, he told me, uh, so you could, you could either, you could either go back to college and come back home, or you could stay here. And I remember just being speechless, because because at a moment like that, you can just say some stuff. You 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 can't, especially not an African parent. Uh, so I was just quiet and but. I knew what I wanted. I knew I had already decided from my heart that this, I wanted this. Um, so he walked out. So yeah, basically, he says goodbye and thanked them and say, okay, have a, have a good time. And he just left. He he walked out the door and yeah. So basically, I was 
I was kicked out. <laughs> wow. So you are here with your dad. Uh, he's seen where you've been, you know, going to when you're not in college. And then he gives you an ultimatum. So how did you react to it? How did the next couple of weeks look like for you? Um, and yeah, what was the hardest part of all this? So from there, I was in, um, for the next three weeks or four, I, I didn't really have any sort of like contact with my parents, um, except for like mom every now and then, you know, she would call and just see, you know, say something, advise something <clears throat> every now and then. And the, the hard part about all of this was, uh, well, after that happened, you know, it was like, this is the new reality. Like, this is the new reality that I have to face. That Who knows how long this might go on? Who knows uh, how long it might take for me to, to, to get into a, a place where it can be a piece of my parents. For all I know, this could have been it, you know? I don't know, but I, I doubt that would have been the case. I mean, it, it wasn't the case. It, it, it never ended that way. But but yeah, what I'm saying is, um, it was the new reality, and I just had to face it for what it is. And um, the, for that age, uh, I, was, uh, I was 18. I think I had just turned 18. And it was just... Like, I was a fresh kid, you know. The, the whole world is fresh to me. I was fresh out of college. I was just what they call fresh meat and I was just I had not figured out anything and here I am and uh, so um it was hard sometimes I'd I'll get to a point where it just feels a bit depressing but I, I would sort of um, ignore it and just um just do, do what I had to do I would every day I'll just uh, get I'll try to um I'll learn from these people and just sort of like increase my skills Every now and then. I, I guess also what helped is uh, I had a, a good support group. Um, I was surrounded with uh, with people who sort of like understood uh, my world. I, I don't know how to put it. Like, they were fellow artists. So I wasn't like in this world where I was sort of like understood, I guess. I don't know. But that at least made me feel at peace. It made me feel like home. Um, and uh, so yeah, but um, but during that time, my parents, uh, my mom, she uh, she had two people. Um, she 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 had arranged uh, meetings uh, with two people that would uh, like sort of like give me advice and um, you know just talk to me and see what's up and how we could, you know, just how we could go about this. If in any way they could help, maybe change my mind. And uh, I remember one of the person, one of the people, sorry, one of the people was a, was a pastor. And uh, mom had, uh, she had me talk to the guy, to talk to the to the to the pastor uh, through a call. And um, the guy, the the pastor called, and we had we had a conversation. And he wanted to know, um, like, what's going on? Just so. I talked to him and I, and I just gave him the entire story. What, what, what I, I just told him what's going on, what I feel, what I think. And he listened and he listened and he just, after I finished saying what I, what, what, what I said, uh, after, after I finished talking, <clears throat> he asked me and um, he said, 
Um, he asked. So you truly believe in this? And I was like, yeah. And uh, how long do you think it will take for um, your goals come to fruition? And uh, I remember I, I just told him that uh, three years. I believe in three years this might make sense because we're in a... <sighs> I don't think I stress this enough. We're at a point where it is not not a lot of things that did really make sense. The the puzzle didn't make sense. It was very just kind of messy, and I don't know. I I just had this. I don't know. I was so confident. I I, I don't really know, but I was just. I believe that in three years this could make sense. And it's like okay, okay, and um. We ended the call and uh, thing, and he, I'm sure she, he talked to my mom and yeah, so that was that. And uh, the second person that came over to come talking with my aunt, um, she's very close to my father and she came over and she saw the place and she thought we would, uh, you know, just talk and we did and she's, she's very nice and I love her and um we had a conversation about everything, and she asked what I was doing, what I believed, and so <clears throat> she even. I remember she asked me how much of how much do I get paid at this place, and I I lied. Why? And she she was, if she's ever gonna hear this, I'm sorry, but I didn't want her to worry. I, I didn't want her to feel like I was in a place that um like I was hopeless. I don't know, but. I, I didn't want her to worry, and I just, yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay, I, I gave her a certain number, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just told her, I, I didn't want her to worry, and yeah, I was like, okay, then, um, so, she, she proposed a, a deal, and she said, so what, what about this, you could keep doing this, for a year take an entire year do this but after this you have to promise me that you'll go back to college and the time that this seemed fair I uh, could have all the time to just sort of like explore this thing this new path that I just chose it seemed fair so we, we came in an agreement that I think worked for everybody me and my parents are like, okay, sure, if after this year and if things don't really seem like they're working out or anything, definitely I'll go back to college. But yeah, that was, that, that was the deal. And so, yeah, and um, she left. And uh, and you know what's funny? After even if uh, after telling her that, uh, that I'm actually getting paid, that night I actually asked her for money. So, yeah, you... Yeah, I'm sure now it's pretty clear we're also not in a good place financially. It was what it was. So after having that conversation with her, um, on the, the the week after that, I think I did manage to go back home. Um, was it with my parents? No, okay, not really, but I wasn't really in the clear yet. But at least now I could like go back home and see my parents. And my mom was just my, my mom was just just happy to have me around again because. That situation was not really um, 
I mean, I'm sure any parent or any mother, I don't know. Uh, she, she was not really okay with the whole situation. And I think that made her feel better that I was, at least I could come back home and, you know, just be around. So, so a miracle happened. And um, this, I don't know where, I think, as you were getting closer to the end of the year to, um, I think around uh, October, October of um, September. Now, I remember the deal was that after that year, I was to go back to college, you know, and uh, now that miracle on September, I got my first huge, like after an entire year on September, if it was, if it was in September, it was October, I don't quite remember. I managed to secure my first um, huge gig and it wasn't like a little, it, it was okay for me at least it was, it was huge, you know. For me, to that that was a huge, just a, just a good first step, and I think for the first time, like, like it felt like something was actually gonna come out of this, you know. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is good, and uh, and uh, and once my parents saw that, I think like that they, they had that uh, they were at ease to some level. I'm like, okay, it's not bad, so it's a good start. So long story short, I. Yeah, I never really went back to college. Um, I, I stayed where I was, and I just kept doing what I, what I, I kept doing what I was doing. Um, and I just, and I guess in a way, things kept getting better. I kept connected with more people, and even the guys. I mean, we we really over the years we've just really like grown together, and it's it's awesome. And like, it's been an experience. And this, I think, is the fourth year, if not the third year. I think it's the fourth, yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah, you know, uh, three years later, four years later, I'm not in such a bad place, you know. Um, I'm still getting better, but I'm in a place at least, uh, I mean, I'm in a place where I think they both, m me and my parents are just, you know, we're in a good place. Like, okay, this not bad, you know. And um, I'm looking forward to just keep getting better and higher and just... Hopefully, hopefully things turn out okay. All right, Dixon. Wow, I, I think the the part of this story that really, you know, touches my heart, I think it's how uh, your parents, as much as this was not what they wanted for you, they really did their work that they were able to... Yeah allow you to talk to people who you could trust without feeling the pressure to really process yeah. this. And, you know, they, they kind of set you up for success, you know, and giving you the, the ultimatum, <coughs> the year to <clears throat> figure out how you are going to navigate this space and if it's going to be meaningful for you. Yeah. And yeah, them acknowledging that, wow, it has actually paid off and, letting you be you so i mean shout out to your parents for just you know letting <laughs> this process yeah. unfold and even though it was scary for them to just allow it to unfold as it as it did and maybe the question yeah. would be like what are now some of the lessons you can pick you know you're you're referring to yourself then the kid that you are so what are the lessons that you picked from when 
this was happening about how you cope when you know things get rough i think one of the things that i've um I, one of the things that i learned from that whole experience was in general it's a, it's it's just acceptance just see something for what it is and just like how do we move on from there was uh something happened you know it, it it had certain consequences it caused a certain level of damage but now what's the solution you know i cannot change what just happened but how do we move on from there that to me was um one of the lessons that um for me at least that, that really stood out um there were others um learn to be more calm to when going like taking one step at a time you know but yeah accepting situations for what they are and coming up with a more um guess favorable solution or a solution that works so yeah yeah accepting accepting acceptance Ex- <laughs> i didn't acceptance is the word of the day yes <laughs> wow thank you so much for sharing this story with us dixon you know something that i've picked up is that first of all you were very honest with your parents you know when it got to a point where you felt like you know even in your body it's like your body was literally this is what i'm doing and even agreeing to take your father to you know the place to meet the people you work with and yeah it aligns yeah. so much with what you're saying that you accept the situation for what it is yeah. and then look at how do you actually move forward how do you take the consequences and make something out of it and i i i i think yeah. your story will really encourage other young people who need to be courageous who need to have you know uncomfortable conversations with their parents especially when you're depending on parents uh yeah. it can be hard to take a uh, very drastic exactly. um decisions you know about your life because it impacts them as well so i think you are very courageous to yeah, to be so young and to take this path to listen to your body to trust your gut feeling about school and just take this up and as you said to the pastor you know you think that in 3 years uh this can be something that you'll be doing you know full time and see where yeah. you are 3 years later uh you really fulfill <laughs> that prophecy uh for yourself so wow this is an amazing story and thank you so much for for sharing any last words to oh. our listeners um <laughs> okay uh, i believe in life in general um nothing really comes easy especially like great things I don't think they come easy and I believe there's always going to be a certain level of um adversity um challenges you know but it was just enough um dedication determination just effort you can really end up getting results that you're looking for um because sometimes it can take a lot of work to get there but if it's truly something that you believe in feel like you 
eventually and that hard journey that you had to just be like you know work to be worth it i guess um and yeah i mean just go for whatever you believe in i guess you know just just do it dude <laughs> just do it mike has been saying that for years thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our second episode stay tuned for the next one and you can expect an episode every last tuesday of the month you are welcome to tell us what kind of stories and guests you'd like to hear from. You can reach out to us through our website, www.beyonderwellness.org. To find out more, you can email us at hello at beyonderwellness.org or visit our pages on TikTok, Young Well Africa, on IG, Beyond Our Wellness, and also Young Well Africa. Remember, you do not have to adult alone. Let's keep learning from each other. Keep reflecting for better coping. Till the next episode, it's bye-bye from me.